Welcome everybody to our summer break series. And you need to know that we planned this series way back before COVID-19 turned this into the summer we will never forget. A summer like none of us have ever experienced. With all of the travel restrictions and even travel bans. There's so much you can't do, so many places you can't go. You've got all of these restaurants that are closed or at least limited. And all of these things have changed. None of this is what we thought or planned. But here's the deal. Here's the cool thing. Everything we plan to talk about in this series, way before COVID-19, still applies and still makes sense for my life and your life even more so. So we're so glad that you have joined us for our summer break series. And I'm excited to share with you today something that all of us can relate to. Summertime, and especially when you are talking about summertime vacations and fun things that you've planned. When it comes to summertime, people typically plan weeks ahead, even months ahead, back in the winter months, and some people even a year ahead. You've got all of your plans of where we're going to go, what are we going to do, what projects we're going to do, places we're going to see, whatever. Things you want to experience, especially when it comes to vacations. But here's something that's true. It's true for me, it's true for all of us. When it comes to our summer plans, our vacation plans, or any plans, something almost always goes wrong, doesn't it? I mean, something almost always breaks. Something almost always doesn't work out right. Some kind of plan gets changed. You got to be flexible. You got to be nimble. You can't be rigid and say, oh, this is the way it's going to be. And it's got to be that because you're, you're, you're just going to have a horrible summer if you don't learn. And you're going to have a horrible life if you and I don't learn to be flexible. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying this because I'm being pessimist. I'm just being very honest and very real. I mean, we all have stories, right? That summer when we got the car packed up and everybody's ready to go and we headed down the road and then the flat tire happened. We all have the stories of the car that broke down. You remember that story of the time when we got lost? When you got lost? And I'm not meaning, oh, yeah, I think I missed my exit. I think I'll turn around and go back. No, I mean lost. Forever loving, gone, lost. Hours down the road, maybe. And then you realize, oh, no, we're way far away from where we should be. Or maybe the weather didn't cooperate and the weather was bad and you were freezing to death at the beach or it just wouldn't stop raining. Or you lost a wallet. You remember the story of the lost phone or the lost sunglasses? Hey, how about the story about that summer when a virus took over the world? And, oh, wait, that's now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Something almost always goes wrong. I remember uh, for our family, for a few years, uh, I mean, like, for three or four years. No, I think it was like four years in a row each summer when my family got away together to do vacation, 
when our girls were smaller, there was like four consecutive years that somebody in the church died and I had to stop, leave, and come back. Our church was smaller. We had a smaller staff. There was fewer staff to help take care of things like that when I was away. And these were funeral situations that I specifically needed to address and be there for. So it was like, you know, like two years in a row, that was like odd. And then year three, it was like, oh no, not again. And I remember getting ready for that next vacation. We were like wondering, okay, who's Who's going to die? We're like surveying the crowd. It's going to be him. It's going to be her. No, no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But some, you know, four years in a row, we're like, oh no, not again. The phone would ring, and we would just all go, yeah. My family, your family, everybody's family has this experience. Something always, eventually is going to go not as planned. But it's not just about summertime, and it's not just about vacations. This is life, too. It's life. It's, it's all of life. Things happen. People get sick. People die. People lose their jobs. Situations change. People change. There's tragedies. There's accidents. There's things outside of our control. And before you know it, you are finding yourself saying, well, this is not what we planned. I guess we got to move to plan B. Or plan C, or plan D, or maybe you just throw out all your plans and you just start making it up as you go. It's so frustrating. It is so discouraging when things do not go as you planned. But so is life. Mine, yours, ours, no one's exempt. It's true for Christians. It's true for non-Christians. But let's be honest. No one likes it when our plans don't work out. When something always goes wrong, nobody enjoys that. Nobody gets a kick out of the fact that they worked so hard and they planned, they had it all lined up and they had this reserved and that reserved. And and some of you who are planners, man, you really take this hard. Because even though none of us enjoy the fact that plans don't always work out the way we want, some of us handle it better than others. And those of us who are the planners, and we plan everything, right? We plan the free time, when we're going to have free time. The type A type people that are just like, this is what we're going to do and when we're going to do it. The planners, and you work so hard, and the longer you plan, the harder it is. The greater the struggle when things don't work out. When they fall apart, when your plans change. It can be so distracting, right? Just the fact that what happened? It can even be debilitating. Yeah. Because this whole thing about freaking out and and just kind of losing your mind a little bit when things don't go as planned, you know what that's about? That's about loss of control. And you want to have control and I want to have control. We want to have control. That's why we make plans. We want to try to control how things are going to go. And the fear of not having control is almost too much to handle sometimes. Yeah, the the idea that I want to be in control makes it hard when I can't be in control and my plans that I tried to control change without my permission and without my input. Yeah, this whole thing of things not going the way we want and our response to that often is fueled by anxiety, which leads us to control, to control our anxieties and deal the thing, deal. With the things that we're anxious about, we try to control things and people and plans. And sometimes it's just downright selfishness, right? We want what we want the way we want it. 
because it's the way we planned. I understand. I get like this too. I'm a planner. Now, I hope with age and I hope with time and maturity, I'm getting a little bit better and a little bit more flexible when things don't go as planned. Because here, isn't it, isn't it true? Something almost always is going to go wrong. But the good news is, is that we can get better at handling this when things go wrong, when things don't go as planned for your summer, for your summer vacation, or for your life. For some of you, this is much bigger than summertime. This is much bigger than COVID-19. This is, you look at your life and it's like a theme, a soundtrack of your life, some of you say. Things didn't go as planned. My marriage didn't go as planned. Parenting didn't go as planned. My job, my career, my health, you just keep filling in the blanks. We can get better at handling this. That's the good news. And God can help us. And we can turn to the scriptures for guidance. Let's begin by looking at the wisdom writings of King Solomon in the Old Testament scriptures, and we find Solomon dropping this wisdom bomb on us. The mind of man plans his ways. Man plans his ways. But the Lord directs his steps. The Lord directs. Man plans, and then you've got the Lord directing. Here's what I want you to understand and see here. The cooperation, the presence of both the human and the divine element cooperating together for your plans and my plans. You see, it's not either or, it's both and. You're making plans, I'm making plans, we're making plans in our minds. We begin to work out how we want it to go. And at the same time, God is directing how things go. He's directing us. He's directing our steps. See, it's not either or. It's not the fact that we get to do whatever we want to do and we just plan and it always works out the way we plan and God has nothing to do with it. And it's also not the fact that we're just puppets and God just has us on a string and everything that's happening, God is directing and doing and we don't have a say in anything. No, it's a cooperation. We are working together. Both are involved. Both your planning and the providence of God come together. It's very important. We'll come back to that. You and I need to remember this and acknowledge the divine element in all of our planning. That you are planning, but it ultimately is the Lord that's directing what's happening in and with and through and sometimes even in spite of our plans. Let's go to another proverb from King Solomon. One of the classic passages in the Old Testament scriptures, some of your favorite Bible verses right here, those of you who are followers of Jesus, many people love this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's so important. He didn't say don't try to understand when things go wrong. Don't try. It's not that you shouldn't try to understand what's happening and when your plans don't work out. He's just saying don't lean on your own understanding. Don't depend on your own understanding. Don't put all of your focus on you being able to figure out why things are falling apart. Trust in the Lord with everything you got. And don't lean on your own understanding. You're going to want to understand. But eventually, your understanding is going to fall short. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. And He, God, shall direct 
your paths. There's that directing of the paths again, like we saw in the previous proverb. So we trust. And when things fall apart, we don't understand. We want to understand, but we can't fully comprehend what's going on. That's okay. That's normal. That's natural. That's to be expected because you're a human being. You're limited in your knowledge and understanding of things. But keep trusting, putting your attention and focus on him, and he will direct your paths. Let me take you one more place now to the New Testament, to a moment in time when Jesus was preparing his disciples, his closest followers, for the moment when he was going to give his life. He was getting ready to die. They couldn't fully see it. They couldn't fully comprehend or understand it. But he was trying to prepare them for this moment and at the same time kind of lay out for them his plans for them in the aftermath of his death, burial, and resurrection. And I'm not sure how much of this they picked up on. I'm not sure how much of this in that moment they truly clued into. It probably went a little bit over their heads initially, just like it would for me and you. But looking back, hopefully, and I think probably, they let this sink in. This is what Jesus told them. I have told you these things, these plans for you in the aftermath of my death, so that in me you may have peace. And then watch this. In this world, fellas, you will have trouble. Plans will change. Things will fall apart. Stuff will not happen like you wanted, hoped, or even prayed. You will have trouble. But take heart. I've overcome the world. You see, what we have here is the acknowledgement that things are going to go wrong. It's inevitable. Problems are going to happen. But Jesus is aware of it. In fact, he's so aware of it, he called it. He just lets you know, no need to freak out. The sky's not falling. What's going on? I don't understand what's going on in my life. Well, in, in your life, in this world, things will go wrong. You will have trouble. But there's no need to freak out because not only is Jesus aware, he is involved. Go back to the previous things we just read. Directing our steps as we trust in him, as we make our plans, he's directing our lives. And those work together. Okay, so I want you to think about your summer plans that have changed. I want you to think about the vacation that you had to shift and, or maybe just cancel altogether. I want you to think about your life, the things that have not worked out like you hoped, planned, dreamed, or even prayed. I want you to think about those things, and let's, let's see a couple of takeaways from these scriptures to help us cope and deal with and know what to do and how to respond when, not if, but when things don't go as planned. It's real simple here. Doesn't mean it's easy. It's just really, really simple. It's so simple, it's almost cliche. Here's what you and I need to do. Let it go. Just let it go. Now, it doesn't mean don't care. It just means let it go. Not if things don't work out, but when plans fail, when things change. Let it go. Here's another way to say it. Hold your plans loosely. Hold your plans. You go ahead and plan. Nothing wrong with planning. You should plan. Man makes his plans in his mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. You should be responsible and, and plan out a path. Yeah, But hold those plans loosely because they will change, and sometimes they change often. You see, flexibility is not one of our best traits, so we resist. 
we resist and we fight the fact that our plans are not working out like we wanted, like we hoped, like we dreamed, like we prayed. I think there's so much unnecessary conflict between people and even between people and God sometimes because we resist our plans changing. There's so much unnecessary stress, so much unnecessary pain we inflict on ourselves or we hold on to because we're holding on to our plans. We're holding on to our way. We're holding on to how we work so hard. We work so hard and plan so long. We keep holding on to that. So much unnecessary strife between people when we refuse to just let that go because it changed. It didn't happen that way. It didn't work out the way you planned. So let it go. So much unnecessary stuff we experience between each other and between us and God because we just won't let it go. We keep holding on to the way we want things to go. Now listen, it's okay to be frustrated. It's normal and natural to be frustrated. And even to grieve. Take a moment. Take a little bit of time and grieve what might have been, what could have been, what you wish would have been, right? Because you planned, you worked hard, and you made plans. Go ahead and grieve that. That's good, that's normal, that's healthy. But let it go. Let it go. Because things don't always work out the way you want. And remember, remember that first verse in Proverbs we, we looked at, that we make our plans and the Lord directs our steps. Don't forget the divine element at work here. God is always at work in my plans, in your plans, because God is also planning. God is always at work. You just don't always see it, and you never know what God might be up to. Now, now here's the deal. Because some of you probably go in there in your mind, I am not saying that God caused your plans to fall apart. I am not saying that God did this to you. I'm not saying that God made this happen. I'm not saying that God looked at all of your plans and was like, nah, I don't think so. And all of the things you worked so hard just fell through. I'm not saying that God did that. But what if he did? I'm not saying you did. I don't know the mind of God. I don't claim to know the mind of God in your specific situation. But here's the deal. Even though I'm not saying God caused it, think just for a moment. What if? What if things didn't go as planned with my job because God redirected things? He stopped my plans. He changed my plans. What if things didn't work out with that guy I was dating, with that girl that I was going out with, because God stepped in and changed some stuff. And my heart's broken, and I'm, I'm devastated. And may, Maybe God's behind this financial debacle. Maybe God's behind this illness. Maybe God's behind this tragic situation. You fill in the blank. Not because God is mean, not because God is vengeful, not because God is mad at you or punishing you. No, 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 no. Consider this. Sometimes God is saving you from something that you can't see. 
And your plans were all planned out. And it was going to take you this way. And God was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's going to be bad. That's going to be so bad and so unhealthy for them. That's not going to work out. I'm going to have to change their plans and take them this way. He's saving you from something you can't see. And on the front side, we're thinking, well, that doesn't feel like saving because my plans got changed. This feels awful. This feels painful. But you don't know that God might have saved you from something far worse than you think you're experiencing now by changing your plans. I'm not saying God did it to you, but what if he did? Maybe he was saving you from something far worse. Or perhaps he changed your plans on you without your permission because even though we plan, he directs our steps because not only does he save us from things that are far worse, sometimes he's preparing us for things that are far better and we don't see it and we don't know it. Maybe he has a better situation for you. So he's taking you this way instead of letting your plans take you that way. Maybe he's preparing you for something. Or maybe he's preparing something for you. So let it go. Let it go. It's about trust. It's about trusting him. Not knowing how he's saving you from what you can't see or preparing you for something better. Hold your plans loosely and trust him knowing he's always at work. I'm not saying he's causing it, but what if he's doing things? Matter of fact, he's always doing things. You're not aware that he's doing. So let it go. There's a second part to this. Again, it's so simple, it's almost cliche. Let it go and go with it. Go with what? Roll with it. Change with it, adapt to it, adjust to it, accept it, accept the new thing that's happening. The next thing, the other thing that God has allowed into your life, let the old plan go. Let the way you wanted it to happen, you wanted it to be the way you planned for it to go down. Let that go because, baby, it is gone. Stop trying to hold on. And go with what God has brought into your life. Go with it. You know what this is about? This is about our response. This is so important. This is about response. And your response is something you can choose. This is about attitude. And you can choose. You can't always choose. And sometimes we rarely choose what happens to us and how our plans fall apart. We didn't choose that. But we can almost always choose our response to it. We can Choose the attitude we have in response to it. So go with it. we got to stop resisting so much. Stop pushing back so much. We get so stuck in our own way and we get stuck in our plan. We just refuse to move on. And I know I hear people say it, but I had this all planned out. I've said it. I feel it. I think it. But I had this all planned out. I had it perfectly planned out. Oh, how many times have we said stuff like that? Let it go and go with it. Go with what? Go with whatever it is God is leading you to and through instead. Another way to say it is embrace the detour. Embrace the detour. Because you're being detoured, like it or not, You can fight it and resist it and be upset about it the whole time, or you can just decide to embrace it wherever the detour takes you. Or let's be more specific, wherever God is taking you through this detour. Hey, do you know the truth? 
The truth is, is that often the most meaningful experiences that you and I have are often the ones that were unplanned. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't see it coming. We didn't ask for it. We didn't plan for it, but it happened. And, and the end result was more meaningful and more precious and more life-changing and a bigger blessing than anything we could possibly imagine. You know what happens in vacation? Go back to your vacation stories. I can remember getting lost. I can remember things falling apart. I can remember having to change plans and do this instead of that. And as a result, having experiences that were so incredible that we would not have experienced if all of that had not changed and we went here instead of there. We got pictures we wouldn't have gotten before. We saw things happen that we would have never seen before. We had experiences and made memories that we would have not been able to make before. Embrace the detour. Those meaningful moments that are often unplanned. It's true in life, not just on summer vacation. I mean, looking back, looking back in your life, often people say, you know what? When that happened and that fell apart and I lost my job and I got sick and they walked out on me and that didn't work anymore and that broke down and this just blew up in my life, it ended up being one of the best things for me. I hear people say this kind of stuff all the time and it hardly makes sense, right? We say this because we know this is true. That often the most meaningful things happen to us when they are unplanned. It's one of the best things that happened to me. They'll describe how their plans fell apart. They'll describe the awful thing that happened to them and say, had it not been for that, I would have never met them and God would have never brought them into my life. Had it not been for that, then I would have never had this job. Had it not been for that, I would have never come to this church. Had it not been for that horrible thing, then I would have never learned. I would have never accepted. I would have never understood. I would have never experienced. And then they fill in the blank with this meaningful experience that was so unplanned because they learned to let it go and go with it. I mean, even, even you know, let's go back. I know we're kind of tired of talking about it, but COVID-19, right? Even now, as frustrating as this whole thing has been, I can already see the benefits. And my own family, the benefits. I hear you talk about benefits. As frustrating as it is, benefits for our church, as frustrating as it is, benefits for our, our community, as frustrating as it is. Hey, and listen, we also get to wear these cool masks everywhere. Ah, there's a benefit. Okay, maybe not. I mean, we'll just move along. But you never know. You never know what God is up to. In the end of all of it, of all of your changed plans, the new thing that happens to you, the next thing that happens to you, might just be different than what you planned, but it could be better than what you planned. Sometimes, sometimes things just don't happen the way we want. So let me ask you a question. Couple questions. What recent plans have changed for you? What recently in your life has gotten you just spinning out of control because things didn't happen the way you planned, hoped, dreamed, or even prayed? Or, or maybe here's a, a bigger question. What 
didn't happen in your life a long time ago that you're still holding on to. You're still resisting and holding on to it, and you refuse to let it go because that you had so much invested into that and so much time and energy and prayer and sweat equity into that, and it's long gone, but you refuse to let it go. You're hanging on, and you won't go with what God is wanting to do next in your life because you're stuck back there. And you keep saying, if only, if only, and I work so hard and I can't believe and that's not right and that's not fair. And you're bitter. You even, you're even bitter towards God. You have a grudge towards God and other people because things didn't work out the way you felt like they should because you planned. I get it. Grieve that moment. Grieve that reality. And then let it go. And go with it. Let it go and go with it. Or more specifically, let it go and go with him. And what God is doing in your life. Because you never know. He might have been saving you from something far worse. Or it could be he's been preparing you for something far better that you would have missed out on had your plans worked themselves out. Well, we will find out. Sooner or later, not just in this life, but in the life to come, that God always has the best plan for me, for you, for us. So when things don't work out the way you want, go ahead and grieve it. Go ahead and be frustrated. That's normal. But as soon as possible, let that sucker go. Let it go and go with it and see where your heavenly Father leads you next, and does in your life. Let's pray. Father, I know that I am talking to people who plan because I'm a planner too, and, and we have plans, and there are different degrees of planners, but all of us know the frustration of when things don't work out the way we want, the way we hoped, dreamed, prayed, worked so hard to make happen, Father, may we learn about this partnership, this cooperation of how we make plans and you direct our steps. And we don't know how all that fits together. We don't know. We don't know when, what takes precedence over something else. We just know that both are true and both are happening and there's always a divine element. There's always something you're doing while we're doing. There's always something you're planning while we are planning. So may we trust. Trust. Hold our plans loosely and trust and let it go when it doesn't work out the way we want. And may we learn to go with it. To go with it and choose a response, an attitude that is helpful, an attitude that is Christ-honoring. And Father, I ask that you help me and help all of us to be aware of what you might be up to and embrace the detour. Because the most meaningful experiences we have will often be unplanned by us, but perfectly planned by you. Help me. Help me. Help us. When things don't go as planned. To let it go and then go with you and whatever you're doing in our lives next. In Jesus' name, amen.